Hello there. Hello and welcome to the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. Uh, I'm your host today, Adam Tudor, and with me is Colm Brown. Hello there. And Sean Milligan. Hello there. So today we are going to be taking the next look at our beginner series. Today is going to be the First Order. So we will quickly introduce them and then we'll, we'll run through. So the First Order are the villains from the new new trilogy, the new Disney trilogy. Uh, so they are the remnants of the old empire when it fled off to the Outer Rim and has now returned to um, take control of the galaxy again. So the people you'll recognize from these movies are Kylo Ren uh, and General Hux controlling the blanket-faced stormtroopers as they fight uh, the heroes. The themes of the First Order are basically the Empire, but with better technology. Um, their TIE fighters have all got shields, and basically everything has uh, target locks. Okay, so the, And their faction ability, that's something that we didn't mention in the last episode, uh, is fanatical. The fanatical is, while this ship is unshielded, change an eyeball to a hit. So this faction is uh, all hyperspace legal, so there's, there's no need for confusion there. Uh, and their ships are the TIE uh, First Order, the TIE Special Forces, the TIE Silencer, which this week is hopefully going to be re-released in its correctly sized packaging, and the Upsilon Shuttle. Colm, what do you think are the kind of standout pilots from, from this faction? Uh, first one that pops into my head is Kylo Ren in a silencer. He is, he's quite expensive, coming in at 70 plus points, but is he's got two force... He's got the silencer's got quite a lot of health, six health, three agility, three red dice, and it's got auto thrusters, so it's quite maneuverable. So it's just letting it, you know, either barrel or boost after performing an action. So he's just an I five. So he's kinda like a just a, a solid ace. Yeah, so he sits in that nicely into the ace category, which the, the silencer ship itself does with those auto thrusters giving it the most movement options in the game. It's not it doesn't have to you know, focus into a barrel roll or focus into a boost. It can just do whichever order of actions it wants, which is quite strong in this edition. Another one would be perhaps the t- Special Forces tie, Sean, with uh, obviously Quick Draw is quite a big one from that ship. Quick Draw is probably one of my favourite pilots within the actual faction. Um, his ability to do the retaliation um, shot when he loses a shield, historically in Vision 1, was really powerful, but it is. I'm still very strong in this game and in this version even. And one of the great things about the actual chassis itself is the ability to rotate the turret backwards. All of the actions on it obviously have that free, uh, rotate for free. And what uh, one of the facts I've forgotten quite often is that um, you can actually shoot the missiles out of the rear rock as well. And that often catches a lot of individuals off guard, especially as they have a five white forward which means they can just zip past things. Yeah, absolutely. That that rotate the, the missiles is really strong, uh, if used correctly, because you can, as you were just saying there, fly past people, still take a focus, spin it backwards, or, or target lock if you don't have one already, spin the dial backwards and, and shoot the missile. Uh, really, really strong. So where would we say that the, the faction sits in sort of how difficult are the ships to pick up? And... Where do we think they've... How, how successful have they been in, in tournaments? So I don't think they've been hugely successful in tournaments in the previous po- uh, points change. 
I was just thinking, going all the way back to the system open, I think there was only one in the top 32, which was Taverson, Quickdrawn, Kylo build. And I think at Nationals as well, I think they only got what I think there was only one in the top 32. I don't think there was any in the top 16. So I think historically they've, they've struggled. I think obviously because they only have four ships currently, uh, I think that's kind of creating a couple of issues when it comes to kind of what archetypes you want to fly. Um, and that's, you know, and, and that's including in hyperspace as well. Uh, post points change, I think FFG have identified that there is an there is an issue with the faction overall, and I think we've, we've seen kind of points decreases across majority of the actual uh, options they have available to them. So hopefully they'll do a bit better in the next six months. So one of the one of the things that I think FO the, the first order rather have struggled with is that they kind of lack a niche for themselves. So they kind of you know they're they're a bit better empire. The Tie Fighters have all got shields, and the Tie Fighters have all got fun abilities. You have pilots like Scorch who can take a stress for a red dice. It's a very strong ability. It's got a very good dial for it, but they don't have something like Hal Runner to really make him or Longshot, who gets an extra red dice at range three, pop as as ships. So they they kind of feel like filler in a faction that's kind of missing its killer. Quick draw isn't as good as he was in this edition, and um, Kylo. It's really difficult to get him to do all the work himself. I'd agree with that. I think it's like if you look at stuff like the Tie FOs, they're not as good at swarming as as just regular Tie fighters from the Empire. You know, Quick Draw. It's so easy to look back at Quick Draw in first edition, where you you could build a whole squad around Quick Draw, but that's not really the case anymore. Like it's just a decent ship. It's like an I six. They can't really reposition that well. They're like the silencers haven't got an I six ace, so they don't. You know, they haven't got like a soon tier equivalent or anything um, as maneuverable as the as the Jedi are. So yeah, they just they do feel like they're missing like a like a thing they do better than anyone else. Really, they just feel a bit middling. Yeah. And it's interesting that you say that in the previous edition, quick draw you could build a list around it. And, and I 100% agree with that. But then it's it's uh, easy to point out that the list you would build around Quick Draw was probably not First Order. You were probably putting in with Darth Vader, and maybe with Soontir as well, and just getting the most out of them. Whereas now that everything's faction-locked, it's something that the Resistance has struggled with as well. Um, we'll talk about those in another episode. But the Resistance are starting to get new toys unique to this edition that's giving them new options and first order we haven't seen that yet uh, obviously it is good that they've re-released the silencer in the correct sizing not the enormous monster that it is currently but that's not something new we already have those on the table yeah i don't think there's even any additional um ships coming out in wave five either is there i think we have to wait till there's a wave six hopefully for something new for them to play with yeah, I think they're getting the SF in Wave 4. And then I don't think there's anything for them in Wave 5. So we'll see what 6 has to bring. So the the new movie that's still at the trailer stage, uh, Episode 9, does seem to have something akin to a First Order Interceptor. 
so I hope that's what I'm kind of holding out for because if it is just an interceptor with shields I'll be a happy boy if then if it's an interceptor with extra toys as well I'll be over the moon and flying many of them so I think we're kind of waiting for things like that aren't we in a way like if I think of a first order interceptor I'm like is that not what the silencer is (laughs) like it's kind of filling the same niche I think ideally like what I'd be interested in for first order looking at them is they need somewhere else to put their crew other than the Upsilon. You know, the, the resistance transport is coming out now for the resistance in Wave 4. If First Order had something like that, like a cheap place you can put hooks, because General Hook's in a vacuum. He's like, he's very cool. And it's kind of like the theme of the the faction is, you know, like he gets stress, but he like orders his, his pilots to do things. And he can like, and they are factions as a whole like can hand out stress and so on. But like, because you have to put them on an upsilon, he takes so much of your list that you can't really fit in a good ship around them. So, and we did briefly have good upsilons, you know, good cheap upsilons rather. But then the community does what gamers do and went, I can fit three of those. Sweet, let's let's buy all of them. And, and FFG were like, no, that's not what we intended. Please don't do that. Yeah. Oh. So the Upsilon Shuttle is the First Order's crew transport available to them. There's a mix of pilots with some various interesting abilities. Tafson is kind of your common one that you'll see around. His ability is uh, after he suffers damage, he can spend a charge to an action. And he's got two charge which are recurring. So there's a bit of interesting play there with when you're in the engagement phase. The shuttle has a lot of hull. It's got 12 total health. So as he's taking a beating, he can kind of react to the situation around him and what's in front of him. Yeah, I like Tavson a lot. I think he's probably the strongest one. The only problem with Tavson is, like, I think, you know, top tip for beating Tavson is don't shoot at him. Because then he just won't be able to take those extra actions. Uh, so just try and get behind him instead of doing that. But he is still very good with his big... If you can start double modding his big four dice attack, that's just great. And there's also cheeky things you can do, like putting Baffle on them. And then, you know, lock in the end phase when you take the damage from Baffle, and that'll hang around then to use. So there's quite a bit of interesting, kind of a little bit of jank there that you can do, as you were saying, with with Baffle, um, hurting yourself to trigger your own ability. Uh, It's quite interesting. There's not a lot of places where Baffle is good, but on the shuttle, it is quite good just because it's got 12 health. You know, so it can it can afford to do a bit of damage to itself, and it helps make up for it. You know, the jank with Tabson, but also makes up a bit for it. It's it's dial and how hard it can be to use. So the, there's two tech slots on the shuttle, and this is it kind of works with the fact that there's two unique techs in the faction. Uh, there's hyperspace tracking that allows it to deploy at zero or six, but there's also hexacrypt codes, which are a bit more interesting. So biohexcript codes are when you coordinate or jam, if you've got a lock on the ship, you can ignore its range restriction if you spend the lock. So it allows you to kind of use these abilities that are on the ship, but you wouldn't necessarily see used to really get some utility out of them. Yeah, definitely. And I think I really like them. I think, honestly, I wouldn't take an Upsilon without biohexcript codes because part of the shuttle's problem is because it can't it doesn't have a k turn right we know it's it's dial isn't great it's kind of slow and clunky so when those turns where it's out of the fight turning itself around it's still contributing either by coordinating to a friendly or by jamming an enemy so i think for a point it's really great value 
So the shuttle also has three crew slots, which kind of a little bit underrepresented in FO, although they do have some some nice unique crew. The, the two that I think you'll see the most of is probably Phasma and Hux. Um, Phasma's ability is when a ship during the end step, uh, a ship that doesn't have stress at range 0 to 1 gains a stress, and that's just a bubble around. That combos quite nicely with the uh, pilot Petty Officer Thanison, who when a ship uh, in, in the arc at range 0 to 2 gets a stress, he can turn it into a tractor beam. So it's it's kind of a funky ability that's quite easy to spot, but actually if you throw the shuttle in there, potentially you are going to get to trigger it and and throw people around, which is quite fun. Yeah, can be hard to get off just because you know the the shuttle is slow and clunky, as we've said a few times now. Um, so getting getting a ship in the right spot is is tricky to do, but very satisfying when you do it. And the other kind of standout crew for the shuttle, I think, is probably General Hux. I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, he's one of the characters that is recognisable from the movies, and his kind of anger and vitriol from those movies is represented in the game uh, by his ability to take stress to coordinate an extra two ships if they're identical. So you kind of want to bring a bit more of a swarm, which you don't necessarily see all that often with First Order. Uh, and he, rather than giving one ship an extra action, he can give it to all of them. Yeah, it's good. Just... You know, action economy is one of those things in the game that's very important. So being able to spend one action to get three potentially is, is definitely strong. So the TIE FO is, as I've said a few times now, more just kind of a bit of an upgrade on the Imperial TIE Fighters uh, with the addition of target locking and a shield. There's kind of there's a, a variety of pilots in there that are kind of interesting, have nice uh, nice little abilities but I think probably the main ones are Midnight who experienced players will recognise as Omega Leader uh, although in this edition Omega Leader is a little bit less negative because his ability now says while you defend or perform an attack, if you have a lock on the enemy ship that ship's dice cannot be modified now previously that was they couldn't change their dice, I can still duke them, they can't focus uh, but now it cannot be modified at all so it's a little bit less unfair yeah, i think it's significantly less unfair so it's, it's basically relying on the fact that you know red dice are better than green dice and you'll be able to mod yours a little bit but it's not the powerhouse it was without duke it's still only two reds and it hasn't again like you like that's those times you roll a single hit on your two reds you're probably pretty sad another pilot that's quite good for the first order one of their issues um, that we've talked about in this episode is that they have quite a few good pilots, but those pilots tend to get quite expensive quite quickly. So for 31 points, you could take Null, who is a initiative zero pilot, but their ability is until they've taken damage, and damage is specifically a card on the ship, um, not just losing the shield, they uh, activate at initiative seven. Null seems cool. Like the equivalent ship to this back in 1.0 definitely saw some play. And this is cool. Just like a cheap i7. Can't complain, really. Yeah, it's just a nice 31 points to go along with 
but still at a high initiative to go along with the, the other points that you've invested. And then the third uh, TIE fighter for the First Order that I think is probably worth note is Muse. Muse is a little bit different from most of the other First Order in that it actually, uh, outside of the Upsilon shuttle, in that it is kind of a bit of cooperative play with other ships. So Muse's ability is at the start of the engagement phase, choose a friendly ship at range 0 to 0 and remove a stress token. So it is allowing you to kind of bring some of those ACS ships in the TIE silencer or even a shuttle that has previously stopped or any of those things. Uh, possibly comboing with Tavson a little bit. If Tavson does a stop, you can then remove that stress and still allow Tavson to trigger his ability. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The, that window is nice. The fact that it happens in the engagement phase, yeah, is it is neat. I think that he is one of the more interesting ones. You can't really fail. I think we very briefly mentioned Scorch and Longshot as well, but and they you can't get them out. I think extra dice uh, are are always good. Extra red dice with X-wing, it does always seem to be those range three shots through a cloud that always sneak a damage. So long shot getting an extra red dice in those situations is, is a little bit fun. Okay, so if we were to suggest, obviously we've talked a lot about the ships that uh, probably see place the most use. If somebody were to pick up this faction and, and get these, uh, what would we say other things to play up and what other things to, to look out for? Uh, well, at least at the moment, like you can just buy the conversion kit and you've got everything, so that's quite nice. So you just need to source the models from somewhere. But I would definitely be investing in a silencer, an upsilon, and an SF. I think are the the top three ships. I mean, they've only got four. <laughs> yeah, you can't but, go far wrong, really, can you? I mean, honestly, if you just buy one of everything, you'd be you're not too bad. Maybe a second silencer, possibly. Possibly. So a possible list we could we could sound out um, for a beginner would be uh, that list that you were mentioning in the last episode. The two generic silencers and quick draw, I think, was the version. Um, so that that's possible. If that's been doing well, that'd be something we could point people in the direction of. Um, you get two fairly AC ships with with a good amount of health. They're quite they're fairly forgiving insofar as aces can be. Um, and then quick draw who, if in the right situation, can do quite a bit of work. Yeah, that's just a solid list. Yeah, and you get to learn a lot because like it flies in different ways, so it's definitely good from a beginner's coming in point of view. Okay, so that's that's our brief look at the the first order as a faction as a whole. So I guess the the question then for the end of the episode would be. Would we recommend this as a faction for beginners, or would we suggest that they can find similar themes uh, and ships elsewhere? Unfortunately, I would probably suggest you go elsewhere as a beginner. Like, especially like if you're buying the starter set, you've already got two Tie Fighters, and like the Empire can do a lot of the kind of same stuff the First Order can do, but maybe slightly better. Uh, has more options so i would probably go there first as a beginner but really you've got to go for what you think is cool like i'll be trying to make first order work with the new points just because i think the ships are cool so i would say yes because the new sciences look really cool and that's how i picked my first faction 
was what ships look cool. But it's definitely valid as a as a way to get into the game until you you've got your feet on the ground. Okay, that's great. So we will um, finish off there uh, on that note. So all that's left is for us to say goodbye uh, from Sean. Goodbye. And from Cole. See ya. And from myself. Good luck and have fun. Much.